The Last Word with Matt Cooper. To give us the best on TV and streaming over Christmas, Elaine Burke and Joe O'Shea with us. You have a couple of things in common, so I want both of you to talk about Caroline O'Hearn, Queen of Comedy, which is on Christmas Day in BBC Two. Why have you picked this out, Elaine? Um, well, what I'm interested in here is I actually would know her work, but not a lot about her as a person. And this is going to show both of those things. Like I remember her being Mrs. Merton and that character that she created. And it was really funny that when she came out doing the Royal Family and was obviously playing a younger character. And I, I was convinced that she was this older woman because of that <laughs> character that she played. So um, I think she was just a really, really great comedian. Obviously, the creation of the Royal Family is something that has really stood to her. Uh, that kind of changed TV uh, in a lot of ways as in the way that it did that show and this is going to show it's meant to be an emotional roller coaster this documentary because it does uh, delve into both sides of, of her life and you've got uh, Steve Coogan and Craig Cash uh, to uh, very famous talking heads that will be involved in it and there's a, a clip from there's clips from her stand-up era from her Mrs. Merton era um, and apparently there's a tetchy encounter with Bernard Manning involved in that as well Why are you looking forward to this show? Um, there's a great piece, Matt, in The Guardian written by Simon Hatterson um, this week about this uh, show and about Caroline O'Hearn. And it's really worth reading because it really sets up very well. She was an extraordinary talent, but also very difficult in some ways, or at least a very complex person. She was brilliant talent. I mean, she wrote and produced uh, The Royal Family uh, along with Craig Cash. And when they brought that original idea to, to the BBC, the, the, several executives, including people who had produced her on the, on the Mrs. Merton show, which was a massive hit, said, what, what is it? It's, 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 it's nothing. It's just people sitting in front of a TV, watching TV and talking about it. I remember this was before Gogglebox as well, which she then went on to narrate as her, her last job in TV. Uh, so it, it's, it, it's a very personal story, thing because she obviously touched the lives of the people that she worked with in a, in a very profound way. She died tragically young, 52 years of age, and she survived three different types of cancer. She was born with a very rare type of cancer that cost her the, her eyesight in one eye. She got another form of bladder cancer, and then she was eventually killed by lung cancer at the age of 52. So I think, you know, a lot of people know the royal family, a lot of people remember Mrs. Martin, but I think the actual story of Caroline Hearn, I, I think, is a fascinating one. I think it's going to be one of the best shows on, on, on TV over Christmas. And Joe and you and Lane have both gone for A Ghost Story for Christmas, Lot 249, which is on Christmas Eve on BBC Two. Why have you gone for this, Joe? Yeah, because I, I, these every year now, and I think it's been for the past five years or so, um, Mark Gattis, uh, who people will know from Sherlock and who's been involved in Doctor Who, I believe, and, and, it, and has, it is very much involved in sort of like the spooky end of things or the creepy end of things on British TV. He's a man for a ghost story. I love ghost stories at Christmas. I really, really do. And, I, you know, there's a great tradition of, of them going right back to Scrooge. Every year he produces a kind of a classic um, ghost story from mostly kind of the Victorian or kind of you know from of classic literature and they're 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 spooky they're creepy they're fun they're really well produced and this one has got a great cast in it and it's a great story about a, a group of uh, kind of Oxford ac- academics who are being terrorised by a mummy uh, you know over Christmas so I think I, like I said I love ghost stories I think it's going to be a really really good show because they're done really well you like this as well then? yeah this looks right off my street it lo- looks like the tone of like an inside number nine which is from Mark Gattis's League of Gentlemen counterparts and we've got uh, the trio of Kit Harrington people will know him from Game of Thrones Freddie Fox from Slow Horses and Colin Ryan who I actually am not as familiar with but apparently the three of them are having 
great fun in the three roles of these uh, peculiar academics uh, being terrorised by a mummy. Okay, tell us about the Great British Sewing Bee, which is on Celebrity Christmas Special this Thursday at nine o'clock. Yeah, this is probably too early. I maybe record this and come back to it when you're uh, settled into your Christmas time and you need a bit of peace because I find this show so relaxing to watch. I actually just re-watched uh, last year's Christmas special very recently of a, of a Saturday or Sunday after some Christmas partying. And it's like, it's one of these British hobbyist shows that's been turned into a competitive format the same way you had the Bake Off, you've got the tro- pottery throwdown, there's the jewellery making one. I find this one to be the most charming, if I'm being completely honest, and I think it's probably the most underrated. And uh, th- like, the stars, probably not people w- will be familiar with, apart from maybe Toya Wilcox uh, from... 80s? Oh, very much. Early 80s. Early 80s, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm really interested to see the new host. He's actually a previous competitor in the um, Christmas special. So it's always celebrities for the Christmas special. Keel Smith Bino. And he is from a show that's one of my favourites, Stathless Flats. And that's another one I'd recommend as a Christmas binge watch because you can get it all on all all four. He's also from Ghosts. He's the lead lead male character in Ghosts. And yeah, he's taking over from Sarah Pascoe. It's going to be a nice, relaxing watch of people sewing things. Okay, this is one to remember for Friday week. Callan kicks the year 2023 in RT1 at half nine, Joe. Yeah, I think Oliver Callan's great at kind of summing up the kind of the zeitgeist of where we are in Ireland and, and the popular culture, politics. I mean, he's got a good range. You know, he does have quite a people from all different walks of life. Now, this, of course, is, is going to be unusual because he's going to be talking a lot about his own employer. He's going to be talking about RTE because, of course, this was the year of the scandals at RTE. And apparently his, 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 his annual news review special is going to focus very much on Ryan Turbury and all of that stuff and everything that happened around it. So I'm, go- I'm going to be interested to see how, how he manages to, uh, to to kind of tackle that because he's not a guy for pulling his punches either, you know. So that's that's going to be interesting. But he's also going to get into the the, the more recent the Dublin riots, uh, the, the surprise return of Bertie, the phenomenon of the Wolf Tones uh, coming, you know, coming back to, to such huge prominence, and Enoch Burke as well. So, you know, so it's I think a good way um, on the 29th of December to kind of look back on the year and sort of like try and make some sort of sense of everything that happened because let's face it it was it was a crazy year and a it crazy year in the news in Ireland Okay yeah. Elaine you've gone slightly left field for well Die Hard to many people is a Christmas movie but it's just set at Christmas I don't know how you could call it a Christmas movie but on Sky Max this Saturday you have the unofficial science of Die Hard yeah, this is like entertainment with a sneaky bit of science in it, which I always enjoy. And they did one of these for Home Alone. And basically they investigated how many times the wet bandits, sticky bandits actually should have died from the things that Kevin uh, prevailed upon them. And this is going to look at Die Hard. Should John McClane actually have survived that night in the Nakatomi te- Plaza? And Alex Brooker, Chris Ramsey and Paul Chowdhury are providing the comedy side of it. But we have engineer Zoe Lachlan, who does a great great amount of TV work in this space and um, kind of giving you the physics of all of this and, and how he should have not been able to do the things that he's done on screen in Die Hard. And it's just a fun look on a film that people will have watched over and over again at Christmas because it's a Christmas film. Uh, Joe, why are you going for blankety blank Christmas special this Saturday at nine o'clock? Yeah, I, I know. I, again, <laughs> I, I was trying to not pick the really obvious ones, you know, and and I was just looking at this uh, the schedules, you know, my my uh, my yellow highlighter as as we always used to do with the with the double the double week edition of the RT guide, and blankety blank just kind of jumped out at me because it's such fun. I've such fond memories of blankety blank and Terry Wogan from when I was a kid myself. I've got a seven year old daughter now, and I'm going to try and inflict uh, blankety blank on her. 
her and see what she thinks of it because it's it's you know Christmas is a time for nostalgia especially on TV and it seems every year it seems to get more and more about nostalgia and looking back and that's good and it's bad of course but also there's a there's a nice little lineup of this because they've got like Brian Blessed uh, is going to be on Blankety Blank and I'd watch Brian, Brian Blessed in anything you know what I mean so what uh, age is Brian Blessed he, he, you know this is the interesting thing I think he's he's knocking on the door of 80 as far as I know he but I saw him be. being in, yeah saw him being interviewed recently and he was in great form altogether so I'd just I'd love to see what he can do with Blankety Blank oh. and Bradley Walsh as well is, is presenting it and he's always good value ok uh, you want to pick something from T.G. Cahar on Christmas Day a movie is it yeah um, this is a movie that like won't be a rewatch for most people T.G. Cahar does have a great movie schedule for the Christmas period I must say but Rosha August Frank is this Irish language film that uh, did very well this year um, Breedney Nocton who's the lead actress in it got best actress at the IFTAS for her role in this film but it's something I'm sure a lot of people may have missed and we had this great year for Irish language on film with on Colleen Kuhn so let's keep that going and this is a, a cute little story where uh, basically a widow thinks that a mysterious dog that shows up is inhabited by the spirit of her late husband and comedy ensues but it looks very touching and heartwarming as well so I think it's got a perfect Christmas vibe to it and it's all in Irish Okay, Joe I cannot believe one of the picks you're after giving us I think you're going to try and troll the audience at this No, bit. I'm not St. Stephen's Day on BBC yeah. One at yes. 10 to 7 Charles yes. III the coronation year of course, oh yes, let's all be upstanding for, for our true monarch. Listen, my, my big... <laughs> I my hope big... your tongue was buried in your <laughs> yes. cheek as you said that, Joe. No? Okay, for, listen, I have a theory, right, that there is a massive, massive underground fam, royal family, the real royal family fan club here in Ireland, and I know lots of people, for good or for bad, or maybe ironically, or I don't know, are, are really, really fascinated with the royal family. But, but sorry, you know what, Joe, you're probably right, given you saw the numbers that the... Yeah. Harry and Meghan interview with Oprah Winfrey got yes. and other programs and there's also that really I actually ended up watching it last night that knob Prince Andrew the documentary about him yeah. at the moment but that's yeah. a love for the drama the drama not yeah. the well, coronation well, <laughs> no, but I think I think like I think there is I think there is a kind of a, that maybe not a love but a fascination with the royal family and listen we're all watching the crown right or we have been and laughing along to the to the comedy knockabout stylings of the of the crown of the latest season of it this is the real crown this is the real thing and what's fascinating about this is the bbc got access to the coronation uh, of charles the 3rd um access all through areas. Through who? Through Matt Barrett and Leo Faradkar, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, they were there as well, of <laughs> Well, course, they were yeah. live tweeting, yeah. weren't they? Or live whatever, tweeting Instagram the whole thing as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, listen, that just goes to prove my theory, right? But they went, so the BBC was there on the on the day and they had cameras following uh, Charles and Camilla around in the background as before, as they went through the rehearsals and apparently there was there was all mistakes made and there's hilarity and all this kind of stuff. Listen, you, you can't ignore the British Royal family. You, you know, They've been in the news so much for so many different reasons for the past year. I think this is a really, will be a really fascinating and well-made and gorgeous looking uh, kind of behind the scenes look at one of the, mo- one of the most major news events of the year, the death of the, of the Queen and the coronation of the new oh, king. Okay. Well, the, yeah, the coronation because the death was last year. Okay. Oh, sorry. Elaine, very briefly to you, give us one more, please. Uh, well, I will say the Diary of a Wimpy Kid film Fun for All the Family is going to be on TG Cahar on December 22nd at 5pm and it's not the one that you may have heard warnings about. That's the animated film that's on Disney+. Plus. That has it features an enormous lie, which it's is a disgrace, which should not be allowed. And to be uh, yeah. on Disney+, Plus, where it could be fallen upon by young children. 
Yeah, it's not, it's definitely displeased a lot of parents who saw the six plus rating and watched it with young kids and were highly Appalled. frustrated with what it was is in there. A totally inappropriate yeah, viewing. The, the for one that's on that TG Car is safe, guys. It's not oh. that one. <laughs> Thank you very much, Elaine Burke and Joe Shea, for all your contributions throughout the year. And we look forward to seeing you both again in the new year for our weekly TV and streaming. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty. Today.